Okay, we're we are recording. Is this the start of the podcast? This is the start of the podcast. Can I play the chords? The intro music? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay, I like it. Short and sweet. <laughs> okay, so what <coughs> what do you think what's, about what's so funny? You have to describe to the audience. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like... Tim put the uh, ukulele down very softly so it wouldn't make any noise. Because <laughs> this is a serious podcast. What's it called? Alex Miller's podcast. Well, I'm Tim, and thank you for having me. Thank you for agreeing to be guest number one. You have this is the first one. This is the first one. Boy, pressure. Yeah. What do you think of my studio? I feel uh, I like the studio. It's uh, feels like a studio. I th- I'm noticing right away this is more eye contact than we normally have when we talk. Yeah, it's true. So I feel it's like the opposite of driving a car and having a conversation with your buddy, or walking on the sidewalk and looking straight ahead. Mm-hmm. This is weird. It is weird. But that's the game of podcasts, I guess. I should get some art behind each of us so that we can give our eyes a break from yeah, looking yeah. at our ugly faces. <laughs> yeah. Or you could set up the table so that you're like... Uh, we're at one each end? You're f- facing the same way? Like, you pretend you're in a car? <laughs> That'd be weird. Did you, did you ever see the Seinfeld where Jerry was like... He always wanted to sit to the left of his dates. No, but that was me in grade eight. Because he like, he I was I was really <laughs> self-conscious of this mole on the right side of my nose, <laughs> so I always wanted to sit, and it was like an important part of my being as a thirteen-year-old. Like run and get the chair on the right side. Yeah, or the left side. Yeah. Um, I was really self-conscious about my my jeans. Not being the right length at my ankles. Was they too short? Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I was really self-conscious. And I'd have to, like, sit a certain way. Do you get cold ankles? No, I don't think about any of that stuff. I, I still do. I was a little bit... <laughs> a little bit, but, like, if you look at yourself in the mirror before you go out and you give yourself a pass, mm-hmm. you're like, thumbs up, mm-hmm. then you don't really think about it anymore. Yeah, once you're outside, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know if I thought about it halfway through the movie as a as a thirteen year old. Your mole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I forgot. Hopefully I forgot about it. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of growing older is you you're less sensitive to yeah. these things. More comfortable in your own skin. And then looking back you're like, Who the hell would have been looking at my ankles anyways? Mm. I probably would have. Jeans were important. I definitely, you know, there was definitely a style, whatever grade you were in, there was a style of jeans yeah. that were cool. And that's true. So I guess that's why I cared, because other kids cared. Mm. Well, what's the uh, focus of today's podcast? Well, <clears throat> I don't know. There's no focus. I just wanted to chat. We can talk about. Okay, so one thing we just we just went over uh, coffee, which. Oh, got oh. aborted, and then Wait. we went for a smoothie. Yeah? Oh, so okay. What I wanted to say is, do you have a sponsor for your podcast? No. So I, think, I don't need a sponsor. I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, uh, a good idea, mm. and I think it's, like, okay to say this, but, like, in lieu of a sponsor, if, like, I would say, if I did have a sponsor, I would choose this. You know? Okay. So, like, today we are not sponsored mm-hmm. by Body Energy Club, but we should give them a shout-out for giving us a free smoothie. A free, like, ounce of smoothie. Free taste. Free sample. Yeah. Okay. Shout-out to Body Energy Club. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> for that date smoothie. It was pretty good, but honestly, I'm so cynical of that store. Like, those big boxes of Who knows powderized... What? legumes yeah for sixty dollars yeah when you can eat a steak which is like the best food and i'm just skeptical of it i'm cynical i think it's 
appealing to I think people have uh, this perverted notion that anything that's packaged and has like a healthy body or or some sort of appeal to people's sense of what is healthy on the label and people think that's healthy when in reality they should just eat a steak do you think that somebody should protect the naive unaware consumer of like kind of unethical marketing do you think consumers who are naive and unethical know they're or sorry not you said naive and Naive, uh, uneducated, maybe something. But I think people who are naive and uneducated know they are, and I think those people should be free to choose a private regulator, pay them whatever to say, "Hey, protect me. What what should I eat?" If that's what they want to do, I don't think there should be like a taxpayer centrally funded regulatory but FDA. Then nobody's gonna do it. Nobody's gonna do what? Nobody's going to have money to be paying. Well, I there is. There is. There's lots of private industries. Consumer Reports does that for for things you, you know, for, for household goods and cars. And there's lots of uh, rating agencies. Um, there's a bajillion for restaurants. Um, I'm not. Well, I'm not aware. Why can't I I'm think of a, the. I'm not I mean, a Google. Google yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does it for restaurants. Yeah, all those things are easily corrupted, though. You know, like, Z- what is it, Zagat? Is that mm-hmm. best restaurant? Like, mm-hmm. how many restaurants have you been to that's like, this is the number one whatever restaurant cinnamon in bun. T- 2012? Vancouver's best cinnamon bun. And you're like, this place sucks. How did it place number one? Yeah, for sure there are there there will be corruption, but, but there will also be corruption if there's essentially central regulatory agency, central advisory agency. Just look at um, the Boeing thing. You know, Boeing was uh, 737 was having all those problems. That was given the thumbs up by the U.S. aviation. But was everybody outraged and on the U.S. aviation's case and they were embarrassed and had to protect their brand and their funding and the government was like, hey, 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 you know? I mean, I'm sure when they mess up, there's consequences. Well, it still exists. But in this wild, still wild, getting tax money. In this wild, wild west anarchist capitalist utopia hmm. that you're always talking about. Yeah, I'm getting a boner. Keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should tell the audience of our our strongest debate, ongoing debate. Well, I guess you'd say you're a libertarian, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I believe in the the non-aggression principle. You want less. In other words, I support Chris Rock. You, (laughs) you want less government. I think it's safe to say zero. Right, you want zero government, which to me is crazy. I want um, a re uh, retooled government, like a reformed, the Reform Party. What was his name? I don't have a remember party. Remember the Reform Party? I don't remember that. Preston I, Manning? No. I don't know. I don't have a party. Hmm. But um but you want I think I think yeah. Th- this is kind of what I was thinking we might talk about and I call it the TED Talk problem. Which is actually like the problem with any essay structure. Hmm. And you'll see it most evidently in TED, TED Talk presentations. They'll have a strong thesis. Mm-hmm. They'll have strong research. And then 95% of their message mm-hmm. is crammed into the very last, like the final word. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like criticizing, uh, let's say, packaged protein, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they'll go on and on and s- reveal all these interesting studies and details about packaged protein. And they go on and on, and you're hooked, and you're fascinated, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, they say something like, and then, you know, if we got rid of packaged protein, people would eat, you know, they cram all this, like, assumption Mm -hmm. into the effects of, like, something drastic, like removing 
package protein, let's say, is what they're advocating for. Mm -hmm. And then just at the end, they say the world would be... They, but, Utopia. But getting rid of something bad does not imply or lead to something good. It could lead to something good. It could lead to something neutral. It could lead to something worse. Mm, the law of unintended consequences. Is that what it's called? I mean... But I find that people are too quick, and I... Uh, confront you mm -hmm. on being too quick to say that if this bad thing didn't exist mm -hmm. then things would be better when I think I mean I'm open to disagreement on this but I think things would be worse if if the government was gone you think yeah. things would be worse but um, that doesn't mean I don't think the government isn't bad you think there is a, a level of government which is ideal yeah it maximizes so, yeah. human welfare. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, look at look at that. The next time you watch a TED talk, it's like this guy just made, or girl, just made the like biggest statement, mm. and it, because it was in their like final words, it's like wrapped up in a bow, mm. and you're like, wait a minute, that's complete. Wasn't the conclusion was unsupported? Yes. Mm. Yeah, they're just like. But they, they've done the first like 80% of their argument or essay mm. flawlessly. Mm. And then the final wording is like, where do you get off just saying that like, you know, the opposite would lead to this utopia? Maybe I'll call it the utopia um, fallacy or something. Because <laughs> I think it's crazy. Is the mic too close to you? Is it? I think it should be. Joe Rogan always says. Yeah, but he's got the SM7B, which is the microphone I have at home. Uh -huh. And you, that's a dynamic microphone. You got to speak into it. I don't know what this is. Do you know if it's a dynamic or a... Static? Condenser? Uh, there's all different... I think it's condenser microphone. There's all different types of microphones out. So, I think this is one you don't have to like be an inch away from. They're pretty good for the for the massive audience who's wondering uh, what kind of setup we have. We have these like, um, what do you call these arms? They're microphone stands. They're like um, excavator arms with an elbow and a shoulder and a wrist, and the microphone is at the end on the hand. I think they're working pretty good. I think so too. And then, did you notice how they're like suspended by a bungee cord? That's like the, uh, yeah, that's the uh, stabilizer. Right, so if I were to bang the table, like no vibrations would that's go into the cool. microphone. I'm cool. tempted to start banging stuff to... Uh, Test out that piece. Yeah, because I feel like if I... I you could have put the ukulele down much harder. Yeah. <laughs> it would have made a difference. But nobody wants to hear like <laughs> us test, testing the microphones. No, it's true. What do you think about Bitcoin? Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. I mean, I wish I bought bought some. Mm -hmm. uh, when do you think it's gonna? When we met and you're like, "Hey, do you want to buy some Bitcoin?" I was, I was like, I was like, I really like this guy, but like, is he just like really nice because he's trying to like offload some of this like toxic Bitcoin? And I, he's running a pyramid scheme. He's in a multi-level marketer, nice guy. I mean, I trusted you like ninety percent, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds great. Like, I want to learn more." But like, t five or ten percent of me was like, "What if? Like, what if this guy's like, I don't know. What if bit? Because <clears throat> I don't know." You follow the Bitcoin news at all? No, I don't follow anything about Bitcoin. I don't know anything about so, Bitcoin. So last week there was a New York Post story. Um, I don't know who did the study, but they like supposedly asked uh, people, including Bitcoiners, uh, about their personality traits. And then the headliner, the headline was, uh, Bitcoiners are tend to be psychopaths. I think that's a dumb study, already. <laughs> And then um, this week, the Bank of Canada came out with um, like a statement on two-year-old data. The data came out two years ago that said that uh, Bitcoiners tend to be financially illiterate. 
I mean, both those things might be true, that like the majority of Bitcoiners are financially illiterate and the majority of Bitcoiners are psychopaths. That might both be true. Well, I don't think they said the majority. They just said what did they, they say? Tend to be with respect to the general population. That might be true if it, if they're targeting like the people like me, not like you, mm-hmm. that like are attracted to the hype and want to make some money. So like I bought some Bitcoin when it was like at the highest. Oh, and that so means you're more likely to be a psychopath. No, it means I'm financially illiterate. Mm. So many people bought Bitcoin at the peak of 2013, 2016, 2019. Yeah. And now they're doing very, very well. I mean, so many, but more. Well, what does that mean? Actually, financially yeah, illiterate? Does that mean you don't read the, the business section of a newspaper or you've never read a business book? I mean, I don't really know what that means, yeah. but I just think it's so rich because if you've invested in Bitcoin, um, any time and held any time between 2009 and 2019 you've done extremely well you've greatly outperformed the market what about me i bought in january 2021 and then i sold in like june 2021 You obviously didn't understand the value proposition. <laughs> but my point is, like, to say that these people who've done extremely well in investing are financial illiterates. Is it? Okay. Is it's it just, tr- it's so, it's so, it's, it's just ridiculous. But that might be true. You could get rich being financially illiterate. You could, for sure, if you're a gambler. Or, but as an investor, you, these Bitcoiners have, you know, placed their their money where their mouths is they've they've made up some people call it investing some people call it this is how they've decided to save their money whatever you want to call it they've done very well financially yeah so why is that not the headline well because wouldn't bitcoin be their natural enemy yeah it is yeah so and that's i, I don't know why i'm really good i know i've known for ages that the mainstream Economists are are going to attack Bitcoin. The attacks aren't going to stop. That's why I brought this conversation. Yeah. Psychopaths, financial illiterate. What's next? So who who said they're illiterate? The bank. The uh, the Global Global Mail published this story. I'm not sure who did the study. You said, didn't you say the central banking? No, you said the Global Mail. Bank of Canada. Was it the Bank of Canada or the Global Mail? I don't know who mm. who did the study. Or I think it was in the Global Mail. Hmm. Wait, here's something interesting. All right. What day is it? April 22nd, 2022. Okay. 422.22. Oh. Elon is trying to buy Twitter. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? It's the 23rd, but uh, I, I, I like Elon Musk. I like freedom of speech. I, I don't like how Twitter has, has censored uh, certain people like uh, Alex Berenson on his COVID, like Donald Trump on just... Oh, I think the world's so much better with a silent Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't things just going better? Are they? Except in, you know, Russia. Since Donald Trump... Ukraine. Since Donald Trump is gone, there's been like massive COVID lockdown bullshit and... Aren't we? Aren't we? We just went out and didn't have to wear masks. So isn't there more freedom now under a Biden administration than under a Trump administration? Even though we're in Canada, and none of this. Yes. It's, it's impossible to say how the world would be right now if if Donald Trump was still allowed to be on Twitter or if Alex Berenson was still allowed to be on Twitter. But I don't like. Um, the fact that um, you know, I got a message from Google yesterday saying, "Hey, you're not allowed to make pro-Russia YouTube videos." Is that what you did? No, I think they just sent it to all YouTube creators. Oh. And um, this really concerns me. Like the fact that all of these um, social media platforms, 
basically banned Donald Trump at the same time. Um, that that concerns me, and and now that they're all saying, okay, no, we're everybody's got to support Ukraine, not Russia. I mean, I don't support Russia. I don't know what's going on in that, but the just the fact that they're making us basically pick a side. Same thing with COVID, all the stuff about you post stuff and it'd be like, oh, this could be misinformation. And then two months later, oh, well, actually, they were right. You know, masks didn't work or masks do work or whatever. It's just like, stop trying to to guide us with a central authority. Let, let people speak. Let the truth come out. Okay. But the problem with that is some people have more money than other people mm. in like a crazy ratio mm-hmm. and so if you work two minimum wage jobs mm-hmm. you have less money than you know a lot of people mm-hmm. influential people mm-hmm. and you have less time than a lot of influential people mm-hmm. and then the powerful rich influential people can flood your whole social ecosystem Mm -hmm. with things that you don't have time like i don't have time to figure out how good the protein is Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the protein bottle i have to kind of trust because i'm working 80 hours a week and i just like okay i need to be healthy because i don't feel great so i just buy this protein trusting that it's like yeah the advertising yeah it's the same with poor people being this is why I like too much capitalism like socialism has good qualities like good for kind of evening it out lots of lots of resources for lots of people capitalism has good qualities like mm-hmm. inspires a lot of innovation but the, but th- you th- can't the thing have is too much if, of one if rich people other. if rich people say hey you guys should go out and eat it's not rich people. Margarine. It. It's super mega rich people. Or, or if just let me let me let me reply. If, if rich people go say, hey, you should go out and eat margarines are a really good source of fat, and seven thirty sevens are really safe. Um, and then it turns out that margarine wasn't, or seven thirty sevens were dangerous. Then that rich person's reputation is going to go down the gutter. Okay. But government right. Uh, regulators have come out and said margarine's better than butter. 737s are safe. When those are found out to be true, there's no penalty paid. Those government institutions continue to get tax money and continue to flood the the schools and 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 uh, hospitals and doctors' offices with the message of their choices. There's no check and balance. There's more check and balance. To the latter one because that's a like consistent voice that needs to be held accountable whereas the other example the rich people because mm. here's the problem if elon musk buys twitter mm. i think trump will be let back on i think that's what he would do it seems mm. he would let him back on right but the thing is like the bots like something has to be done about the bots because some rich you don't know who you're being manipulated by when it's like a multi, multi, multi billionaire that's like flooding your social ecosystem with bots of propaganda. Mm. Like they're not being held accountable. Can't you just unfollow a bot? Why are you seeing mess tweets from bots? Bots flood everything. Like when I was watching that YouTube video I was telling you about earlier, in the comments, so I was watching, I was familiarizing myself with Johnny Depp's <laughs> very pub- public private life right. in this trial and every single comment is like oh poor Johnny this poor Johnny like Amber's so evil and I'm like it's weird that every single comment but the, the comments kind of affect like okay I guess that's what the public thinks mm. but like you think they're bots maybe Johnny Depp who's super rich you know, I don't think this is true, but let's say he beats women and then he buys a bunch of bots to like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You, like, but what does it matter what the public thinks? Isn't the isn't this a trial by jury and isn't the jury protected from what reading YouTube comments? It's the court of public opinion. And it kind of always is. Hmm. I like, don't know. 
Why do why do rich people like? <clears throat> I agree. There's power in being rich. If a rich. poor person like murders somebody, they go to jail forever. If a rich person does, it's like, like courts need ref- retooling and refining. Yeah. That like the bullshit. government does, yeah, but I don't think the solution is to get rid of the court system. Yeah, and I, if Elon Musk takes over Twitter, I mean, but do, okay, do you there's, think there's there's you, you think know, freedom of speech is it is a tough issue, you know, because you can't say, or at least you should. Not it's, everyone it's, has it's, this, it's evil to say, hey, let's go, let's speech. go kill person X, who's up for killing person X? Like that's yeah, I've seen mobs formed on. Like Reddit, yeah. So, okay, but so I think I haven't I haven't thought about it that much, but I don't think we should be able to say that. Since we're recording this and predicting the future, uh-huh. do you think Elon will buy Twitter? I don't even really understand what he's buying, but I don't either. So he made an offer to buy. He's offering and then, fi- like fifty billion. So I think that's just buying like all of Twitter. Yeah, all the stocks. But then they gave him a poison pill, which somehow prevents it. For prevents yeah, it from taking, but now that. he's making a tender offer or something. Okay, okay. Here's all this stuff's over my head. Here's the prediction I want to get recorded. Do you think he takes power of Twitter, and do you think this is how Trump gets back on Twitter? Hmm. What's, yeah, I don't know. what's your I don't prediction? prediction? I kind of think he, they won't let him take Twitter. Yeah, I kind of think that too. What do you think about this? idea or theory or fact i don't know what it is that like saudi arabia controls twitter i haven't heard of that yeah who do you think controls twitter who do you think is like the chief censor at twitter and 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 wouldn't you rather have it be someone whose identity (laughs) was public rather than yeah but someone in the shadows i don't think it's gonna be one person it's gonna be a team right Hmm. So if it's a team appointed by a rich guy, it might have a rich agenda. What's your problem with Amazon? Don't get, I think Amazon would have to be episode two. I got a lot of beefs with Amazon. Oh, we got lots of time. We're at 27 minutes. We have another... Uh, two and a half hours? Another hour. <laughs> another 50, 50 minutes. Okay, but first... So neither of us really think Elon's taking back Twitter. I think the world is a better place with Trump not on Twitter. And I think... Why is that? What's wrong with having Trump on Twitter? I thought he was entertaining. I was so much more entertaining entertaining. than Trump than Biden. Biden is just so boring and uninteresting to look at. His hand gestures are so stiff. Trump was a showman. I missed that. He didn't... You know, he... He didn't, what was the worst policy implementation that Trump made? I think everything you just said just like kind of it just goes to show how little things affected you. Okay. And so I think it would be good to hear more from people affected by like the damage that this guy did. Tell me, tell me some damage that Trump did. Oh man, Trump t- Trump took away funding in like November. I think it was November of mm-hmm. 2019 mm-hmm. for like this pandemic. Like he he took away all this funding and everything the other politicians were saying mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, this does not look good. This leaves us very vulnerable to a pandemic to a possible pandemic or virus." What so what 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 would the funding have done? How how would the fu- more funding have stopped the pandemic? The ri- one of the richest the- cities in the world, Milan and New York, were hit worse by the pandemic. How would more money have helped them? Because the, it's the no the money wasn't like, oh shit we have a pandemic, here's money for funding. The f- money was like, the same money involved in. Uh, controlling the Ebola breakout Mm -hmm. like it was all preemptive stuff like part of me wonders if like somebody in a lab lost their job and they were just like all right well screw it or you know like like there's some kind of like 
I don't know how the virus got out there. So that's why you think Trump should be banned from Twitter because he because he took away funding no. from. Okay, so so you asked me what his worst policy was. Okay, and I think, I mean, I there's like if there was more money preemptively like looking for uh, viruses and controlling them, like taking away away money f- funding from that. And then being like, oh, this makes us vulnerable to a pandemic. And then months later, a pandemic happening. Like, I'm surprised more people don't, like, latch on and look into that. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. Like, I don't know where the virus came from. But um, I don't know that, like, it's possible that that had an impact. And then the way he handled the pandemic, you know, like. I mean, my biggest beef was with him is something affecting the water on the lake I grew up in. Mm-hmm. So, like, that affects me personally, and that's why... He allowed pollution to get in the water. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he, he did a lot of damage to the national parks system. I don't know. He, just, like, everything he did just seemed to, like, have... Go against your ideals. Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. He did a lot of damage. And I don't. Yeah, I, definitely one of my um, one of my um, like qualms with my libertarianism, or one of my like weaknesses, is uh, like polluting lakes and stuff. Like, how is that? How is that resolved? And how is that contained? Like, that's uh, definitely if there was going to be one area where I wanted some some government, it would be it would be that. Uh, what about protecting the air? Like the yeah, the quality of air is some of these some of these issues sh- I believe can be resolved in in courts in, in private courts without government. Like if, if there is a if there is a, a, a an entity that's polluting a lake and and you're affected by that your your lakefront property is affected by that or your fishing playground is you should be able to take them to court and and uh, and have them stop their activities and, and compensate you but I, I i also there's a lot well so don't get me started on co2 i don't think co2 is a poison and uh the idea that every person who emits co2 out of their car is uh committing a crime is is uh something i don't agree with but what if everybody just did as much as they wanted but, okay the thing I think I think people are, are really uh, people's in general people's standard of living has been greatly increased by their ability to burn fossil fuels and that's uh, burning fossil fuels has been um, you know responsible for a, a huge proportion of our of our energy as a as a species and that our ability to consume energy is is what is has made us flourish. What has allowed us to flourish so much and, and and become so developed, have such comfortable lifestyles. And don't you think that like the history of government regulations on things has led to innovations in how we burn fossil fuels? And if it, there was no regulation, you know, we'd be breathing very different air. Then like, like you know what a catalytic converter is? Mm-hmm. Like just th- things like that have led to things that I don't know. It like everything you breathe is kind of the flavor of like how power has shaped it, mm-hmm. whether that's uh, private power or government power. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that we have the beach and it's public Mm -hmm. we have the park we have these trees like i don't know all of that is shaped it's 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 not the wild wild west and if it was the wild wild west it'd be kind of crazy but okay the point i wanted to make was there's this movie called dark waters with mark ruffalo Mm -hmm. it's about dupont and and they were like poisoning people with their teflon Mm -hmm. It's a really cool movie. Hmm. Like you learn about how we all have 
unbreakable plastics inside of 98% of the world's population now. Mm. But something that the the company goes through is like, yeah, okay, we killed, you know, these people. But like, mm. how much does that cost? Because they're such a big company with so much money. Mm-hmm. They're like, do we want to stop making this chemical and like handling our business this way and disposing of our waste in this way? Because mm-hmm. like, okay, if we kill this village, but we save trillions of dollars, mm-hmm. like how much are we going to have to pay mm-hmm. for the damage we've done? Mm-hmm. And then they like check, do the checks and balances. And they're like, it's a couple million. And they're like, well, of course we're going to like mm-hmm. pick mm-hmm. a trillion dollars of evil and pay off and uh, I just think that's that's what happens a lot have you heard of assassination markets it's kind of like Fight Club that scene in Fight Club where Edward Norton talks to Brad Pitt on the plane for the first time Mm -hmm. he's talking about like if I think he says like if the cost of like doing a recall is greater than the cost of like paying the deceased then we Mm -hmm. don't don't do one even Mm -hmm. though the car is unsafe or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. so his job is like doing the math which is a really cool job for that character to have have you heard about assassination markets no so assassination markets are i think i hope hypothetical idea but basically you can bet on the chance um you can bet on say um donald trump being assassinated in the next it's all done anonymously with cryptocurrency, right? Hmm. So, um, and I, don't, I don't know. You need an oracle to, to actually verify if there's not that many whoever's been executed. But the point is, if if somebody can bet on Wait, that, happening, an oracle, an oracle to decide, like, you know, if you're betting on oh, a sports if they team, were actually you, assassinated, you need to have okay. Well, how do we actually know if the Lakers won? Okay, let's trust NBA.com. NBA.com can be our oracle. Okay, yeah. So the Russian, like, like whoever Putin murders, Uh which apparently he murders people regularly. Mm. I I mean, I don't know. But it's all obviously all covered up. Because that's, I assume, if there's an assassination betting market, that's where I would go to bet on, like, find Putin's greatest enemy and I'd be like I bet this guy gets assassinated Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they're they would always be covered up Mm -hmm. so uh, I'm sure there's people fighting like he didn't get assassinated he fell off the the balcony right so probably so probably a a, a more um, or at least in or the Oracle problem is a big problem right and if the Oracle has to tell you how that person died as well as whether or not he died that's an even harder job. So hmm. probably um, easy to resolve bets would just be, is this person still alive or not? Where, where did you hear about this? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I've heard of a lot. It's, it's a Bitcoin idea. It's, it's, it's an idea that's related to cryptocurrency. Right. Know? So is that okay? Because it would never happen in a dollar world because all right. the dollar world is totally surveilled. So it's like, okay, what can you do with the private money? private cash oh we could have you we could, could be, we could bet on things what you could, can we bet on anything you want you could bet that somebody is going to die and then you could go kill them and reap your reward exactly so that's kind of um if you were dupont and you knew that you wanted to expand into that area of the amazon and that tribe needed to go you could bet on that tribe going that'd be crazy that'd be even worse right but i so are you are you, i suspect there's also um, I suspect because the thing about prediction markets is they have a tendency to predict the future, right? Like the prediction markets for um, Bernie Sanders winning, um, becoming president, were probably like fifteen cents to the dollar. Like they're always probably pretty low, so you had a pretty good idea that there's only a fifteen percent chance that Bernie would ever become president. Um, whereas for for Biden, they're probably higher. You know, so I think it's I think it's valuable if we can know the future and prediction markets. Um, if they're public, if the if the odds are are public, then they do help us know what's coming. 
Sure, but then aren't those like election polls? Like, don't you think they're kind of, uh, what's the word, contaminated? Or like... Uh, biased? Bi they're biased. Well, I don't know how they work, honestly. Yeah, I don't know either. I just know that, yeah, like the, the Las Vegas odds for soccer games, for electoral outcomes, like the betting ones, those are, those are the best source of truth. Yeah, because Vegas, that's like uh, um, capitalist or like like their success, their financial success is dependent on their accuracy. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they're going to be really good at that. They're incentivized. Mm -hmm. But it's not, Vegas is just the, just the site. It's the actual bet makers that determine, that determine the odds people out there who are experts this wisdom of the crowds is what determines that 50 bernie sanders has a 15 percent chance of becoming president right it's not vegas to be like what do you think you should be jim 23 cents nope i think uh, let's go for 15 you know it's not like two people yeah it's people it's thousands of people betting millions of dollars and then there's a price that's found yeah just like there's it, there's supply and demand for bernie winning and bernie losing and then a price is found, just like there's supply and demand for toilet paper and a price is found, unless the government implements quotas. And that's when the price gets all messed up and that's when there's shortages. Hmm. That's complicated. So the if you can bet on things completely privately, mm -hmm. it sounds like you're, you're leading me to believe that this is a problem with Bitcoin. I mean, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I would say that. So, and I think there's problems with all new technologies. There's definitely problems with cars and guns. And Are people working on, are Bitcoin enthusiasts like yourself talking about solutions to problems like that? I'm sure there are. Um, I, to be honest, I've, I haven't really thought about it that much. I've never engaged in one. Um, I think I think the but uh, your security guards is a big one. If you if the so the if there's a big price on your head and people are saying yeah, uh, person X has a eighty percent chance of being killed in the next year. Okay, you should go out and hire a security guard. Well, if you can't afford them, then you should have luck. Well, that's not good. Bad luck is uh, something okay. some people are dealt bad bad hands. Why, why is there a price on his head? Maybe we should ask that. Do you, okay, do you think, because maybe... Can we come back to why you think Donald Trump should be banned from Twitter? It's just because you don't like him, right? Do you, do you I, wish okay. everybody you don't like was banned from Twitter? No, 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 hold on. You're jumping to outrageous claims. I'm not even claiming. I don't even, question. I don't even necessarily think that he should be banned. What I said was that the world is better mm. now that he is banned. That doesn't mean like be interesting if I was in charge of like t the media, which is what Twitter is. Like Bezos bought the Washington Post and who knows what else. Elon is just like doing it at a higher level. He's buying mm -hmm. Twitter, mm -hmm. which is the same as buying a newspaper. Except way smarter, way more valuable. Ago. What's I wonder what the ca the valuation yeah. of Washington Post is. Hopefully, it's not more than Twitter. No, a tenth of Twitter. Twitter's yeah, got to be it. more than 10x Washington Post. Yeah. Jamie, can you look that up for us? <laughs> you need a... Is this how I become your Jamie? Your, like, sound guy that, like, Google stuff on the sidelines? I don't think we need a Jamie. It'd be <laughs> weird if there was a third dude in this room watching us. <laughs> who we I think that's... Who we... Hey, Jamie, can you duck, duck, go something sometime? I think I it like would Google. be... Uh, I think that's something that that podcast could do better is like, I think he, sh he should have a team of fact checkers, like working around the clock during an episode. To eliminate misinformation? Yeah, because it's fun to just read headlines and like have opinions about it, but it's not really is that educational. What you, is that what you think Joe Rogan does? Read headlines and 
share his opinions? I think he does more than the average person, but he definitely does what we all do, which is read headlines and form opinions. Mm -hmm. But he might prepare more than the average person. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think so. uh, Yeah, I think the world is better with Donald Trump not on Mm -hmm. it because I think he's corrupt. So you don't have it. If I ask you, should Donald Trump Twitter be banned from Twitter, you would have no opinion, or should he not? You would have. You're not a like. Well, honestly, like he'd probably be in jail if, like, I was like in charge of like. If you were God. Well, I mean, I just I feel like one reason, like, if he was poor, he would be in jail. Hmm. But like, part of the reason why he's not in jail, Hmm. I mean, it's very complicated but like yeah I think he's dodged jail numerous times because of his wealth which we don't even really know what he has but I don't know there's all kinds of corrupt stuff going on there mm. but uh, I think I don't I don't think like banning people from like I like free speech but you, the thing the free speech advocates have to incorporate into their thinking is like the balance of power and if a trillionaire can make like if it's you have a voice right now and I have a voice Mm -hmm. but if I was a trillionaire and I flooded the room with millions of voices Mm -hmm. you'd be one in a million which wouldn't be a fair fight and I would have the resources to do that. But I think we've kind of touched on this before. If you're just saying a lie a million times, even if you're saying it in a million different ways, if you're lying, if you're misinforming, and I'm one voice saying the truth. I can't wait for you to finish this sentence. The truth, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you. No, I'm going to win. I disagree. Just look at Bitcoin. There was a million voices saying this is stupid. This, is, this will never work. And there was one voice saying, I think it can work. And then 10 voices, and then 100, and then 1,000, and then a million. Yeah. And, and just, look at, um, just look at the idea that um, the virus came out of a, out of a lab. That idea was basically, um, well, it was, it was labeled misinformation. It was labeled a conspiracy theory. And now it's much more, um, you know, openly discussed as a plausible history. I think those examples don't really apply to like mm, to your hypothesis to your exam to your abstract idea. What was my idea again? A million yeah. a, a bitrillionaire flooding the market if with a, misinformation if a, is more powerful than the single voice yeah, I definitely, providing information. I, I think that's pretty safe. But if 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 that because if the ideas that those two parties are presenting will lead to a conclu- will lead to a future in which you know the truth is exposed, then people can bet on that 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 future with a, a prediction market. But the and, truth isn't exposed. It unfolds and it unfolds based on like the, it's not the truth of like is the the table empty, you know? It's like the truth is like a social thing influenced mm. by what we say in our actions. So like historians. No, just like people's opinions, right? Yeah. Like journalists and the winners the winners of the battle will determine this well like if you if you want to think about bitcoin like what bitcoin is is influenced by the people advocating for it people advocating against it their actions so there's a reason why you know yeah the history of bitcoin like if you bought in five years ago when there was less believers and then now it's worth more mm-hmm. like the truth the value mm-hmm. is, is in flux or like in relation to like how the people are interacting with it mm-hmm. 
But Bitcoin is alive. We can say that with certainty. That's, I think that's the distinction. We're talking about a, a truth, quote unquote, but something that's alive and affected. It's not like, is the table empty downstairs? Mm-hmm. Like a person, in many ways, yeah, you can say uh, it's, a good, it's a good measure for a prediction market. Will Bitcoin still be functioning in 10 years? You know, will person X still be alive in 10 years? Yeah, and if I got 10 million bots to be like, yes, it's for sure going up, and 99% of the media was like, oh, it's going up, then it would affect how everybody acts. Yeah. So. It, it would affect it. Um, and who's to say the people, when but, it was one bit person believing in Bitcoin versus a million not, mm-hmm. who's to say that the second person wasn't like, yeah, I don't really believe it either, but I'll buy in just in case. Or like, it's a good idea. Or like, you know, like... Yeah, it's possible. Like, people's beliefs and their actions aren't always aligned. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's best when they are aligned. I hope my friends' actions are aligned with their beliefs. I don't think so. I think it more often than not. I, and I think that's the most interesting thing that I... Lo- how I like to think and how I like to look at the world mm-hmm. is like there was a story I heard on a podcast about a guy, his kid, um, what did Jewish people have? Bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. So this kid really wanted to get have his bar mitzvah. Okay. And like the question to the external world that you might ask the dad or whoever is like, oh, why does Johnny want to get bar mitzvah? And the answer that is it like, a verb? Can you be bar mitzvahed? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Sorry to interrupt. But like the the world constructs an explanation, you know. So they'd be like, "Well, he really like believes in whatever," mm-hmm. and like you you kind of rewrite um, people's justifications for their actions and their motives. You always mm-hmm. rewrite your motive. Mm-hmm. Or your beliefs and your actions, especially if you were wrong. If you were right, you you don't rewrite it. You, that's true too. But even if it's uh, harmless to lie and be like, yeah, he really wanted to like be a man or whatever. But like the way this person was telling the story was like, oh, his his friends did it, so that's why he wanted to do it. Mm. And I think most like religion is such like a big movement, and there's all these like. Uh, events or like things that you do and a lot of them are justified and you hear the justifications and you buy into them as this culture of like um just like nonsense like like Mm. just like bs like the real reason why (laughs) marriage keeps going is like because people want to get laid and like if they're if they believe they're going to hell if they get laid out of wedlock and the only way to get laid is to get married, then that's like in your in your body, in your DNA, to like have a desire to get laid, perpetuate the species. So then you get married. Like you're really th- this marriage thing is like not entirely, but largely upheld by like people want to get laid. But that's not how we talk about it. So I, it definitely to, does help, or help me at least get laid on a regular basis. Being married. Yeah. <laughs> when I wasn't married, I would, I would get laid, but it would be so sporadic. And there'd be big droughts, epic droughts of masturbation. Yeah, you're, the, you're like the marriage. I could like, uh, I could. It would be more dependable. Mm-hmm. I would know. That's true. That sounds like a good contract. And so. I'm healthier because of it. Yeah. But that's not the way that we talk about it. You talk, I mean, that's not necessarily your truth either, right? What you just said jokingly. Mm. But e- even if it was your truth, you wouldn't talk about it that way. Yeah, no, there, there is um, there's a, a lot of things that I like about marriage. You know, the, the, the having that trusted friend, being yeah, able but, to have okay. a family. Those are all things I wanted before we a partner did before we get off topic because mm. i'm what i just want to say is that i like to see the world that way it's like what are people saying 
but really what's going on because what they say isn't mm -hmm. necessarily mm -hmm. connected to their beliefs or their right. desires. So I'm kind of always looking at what people say and then like trying to think a little deeper. Well, I don't know why I keep on coming back to prediction markets, but that's the beauty of it. People can talk is cheap. But if you really believe in something, and if you really believe in a future, people are going to put their money on it. I still don't really understand what a prediction market is. Well, they have. Like it's just betting. They have them for sports future, sports right? events. Yeah. So you can look and you can go to the but what's something, who are the Nets playing in the playoffs, and you can go okay. There's based on the odds, you can yeah. see how many people believe. But where does this apply outside of sports and assassinations? So it could apply to po po political leaders at getting elected. It could apply to Elon Musk taking over Twitter. It, Do, could, but doesn't, it could apply to Bitcoin dying or persisting. Doesn't that make Bitcoin or uh, prediction markets a bad thing? Because as soon as people are betting on stuff, then there's like uh, corruption, right? Well, no, I don't think there is because there's corruption when people just spout their mouth because talk is cheap. So they'll say whatever they want and there's no, and there's can, no integrity behind it. You can say more of what you want when you have anonymity. Yeah. But, but, but when you're actually, when there's a prediction market in place, people are, people's actions are going to be aligned with their beliefs. They're going to bet how they believe. And, and that's the opposite of corruption. That's integrity. That's a, that's a true world. Okay. But this still just sounds like people betting. So what is that? I still don't understand. Mm. Yeah. I, now that we've talked about it so much, I feel like <laughs> I'll, I'll read some more about it. I'm aware now that there's people betting on crazy stuff mm. and they can do it anonymously. Mm -hmm. But how it would affect something like COVID or the government response to COVID or the war in Ukraine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. Or, you know, carbon taxes or something pollution. To think about. Yeah, totally. Okay. So do you think the world would be a better place if we all adopted Bitcoin. Mm. Yeah, very much for so. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think the main reason I believe that Bitcoin will make a better world is because right now there's a lot of corruption. A lot of wealth is being created um, by money printers in the US and to a lesser extent, Europe, Japan, Canada. Um, People who are who control the money printers lend it to their, um, you know, I say friends, but it's more like powerful corporations with ends to the government at cheap rates. These are the these are the entities that get cheap money for free, and then it and then it that process of creating new dollars uh, devalues the existing dollars in in circulation, which are many of are held by poor people so what it, it's a pyramid scheme literally a pyramid scheme where dollars are being created at the top lent to the wealthy corporations and governments you know government funding governments and then it filters down to the bot to the people at the bottom who who lose lose value through deflation so bitcoin is not a pyramid scheme anybody can create it um if they have uh, a computer and power, although it's very, the, the profitability of creating Bitcoin is very low because it's super competitive. So basically it's just a way to, to, to spread Bitcoin out more. And um, well, there's, there's more benefits to Bitcoin mining, but I'll, that's another topic. But I mean, Bitcoin works, it's, it's like gold. It promotes saving and th it promotes thinking about the future. Um, oh, you know Gabor Mate? Uh, he, he writes about addiction and trauma. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I ran, I ran to him at the coffee store the other day. We had a good chat. And um, I, I think, like, th there's a huge problem with addiction in our world today, right? 
so many people are turning to drugs and, and lives are getting messed up because, well, they're not happy is the short answer. But I, I think... Let me, let me finish. There's a bit poor, of a rant. They're I, poor is my short answer. They are poor. And, and, and so many people, I don't know what proportion of Canadians have negative net wealth. I, in other words, they're in debt. But it's, it's a substantial amount. And when you have negative net wealth, um, you know, the exciting is less, the future is less exciting, the future is less appealing. I think people are more likely to feel despair when they don't have a nest egg for the future. And, and that's a result, how, how that's a result of, of do, the dollar system, the fiat system. It's always loaned to people. Um, it's, and, 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 and going into debt is, is actually logical. It makes sense to borrow money, to buy a house, because all this money is being created and you know that houses are going up in value. So your people are, are teased into, tricked into going into debt. So are you telling me that if Bitcoin replaced the dollar, mm -hmm. we all had Bitcoin, mm -hmm. there'd be nobody loaning Bitcoin? I wouldn't say nobody, but Bitcoin has a lot of the same properties as gold. Um, and and the, the one that's, it's um, pertinent in this in this conversation is the fact that anybody can mine it. Uh, it's basically a finite amount. Mining it is very difficult. And so, what happens it, when the just, just finite finish, number and is it reached. tends to go up in value? And, and the reason it tends to go up in value is because it's so scarce. Now, when gold was money, which was for thousands of years, all the major religions of the world forbade lending gold at interest rates called usury right that was illegal in, in Christianity that was illegal in Islam Jews were allowed to do it um, so there was very little lending money at, at, at interest rates you could borrow you could okay yeah take a dollar but but it didn't make sense because when gold was money it was so hard it, it went up in value so if you borrowed a gold coin and and you wanted to pay it back in 10 years, that was very difficult because the gold had become more valuable. Obviously, you wanted to spend it. The same thing with Bitcoin. If you borrowed a so Bitcoin... that doesn't sound good. No lending? No no debt? That doesn't sound good? No, no, no. The, the lending system under the gold or Bitcoin doesn't it, sound good. There was no lending system. It was illegal. But what... Is that what we would do? Well, I think so. I, I don't know if we go. I would hope we would take the, the Jewish like, position of oh, you're allowed to do it, but maintain the moral position of it's not a good idea. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't. I don't support. I can a tell ban. you what's going to happen right now. What people are going to be like? Well, thanks for telling me it's not a good idea, but I, I don't. It sounds messy. This is how slaves are created by borrowing money and not being able to yeah. pay it back. And slavery yeah. is is, is a, not a good thing. I'm a slave myself, in a way. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you can gain your freedom. I know. I know you can know. gain your freedom. I don't know. I w I want you to think about what you just said, in the context of what I said in my TED talk. Uh, false utopia conclusion theory mm -hmm. because getting rid of something bad does not imply something good so I don't really have much to say about that but just like think about that in the context of like if Bitcoin took over and I I generalization that getting some, rid of something bad is not something good don't you want to get rid of um, pollution I, in I the lake okay then I think I should try to push that harder okay like getting rid of something bad does not imply something good that's to me that's like fundamental that's an it, axiom yeah but is getting rid of pollution that's, in the that's lake that's good math pollution is is Getting rid of poison in a lake is, is a good thing, is it not? Yeah, unless your means of getting rid of that poison does more damage. Okay, so it's possible. That's a good qualifier, but it's not an axiom anymore. 
You said it, it is an axiom. It, and now you're just saying, well, unless there's this and that. No, no, no. The straightest point between no, 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 the no. straightest line no, no, between no. two points is a straight line, right? The, That's an axiom. The, you can't say unless blah blah blah. Then it's not an axiom anymore. So the axiom of getting rid of pollution in the lake isn't strong, but the axiom of getting rid of something bad doesn't imply something good is still maintained. Is pollution in the lake bad? Sure. Is getting rid of a pollution in the lake a good thing? Not necessarily. <laughs> well, like it sounds okay, okay, good, so but so, not necessarily. That's, okay, so get, get, is slavery bad? How are you getting is debt slavery bad? Uh, yes, okay. Bitcoin will get rid of debt slavery, will it? Yeah, will it? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. You think so? I'm not gonna lend anybody, I'm not gonna lend people my Bitcoin. I, I know they're not gonna let so I pay I, it back. I feel even more screwed. <laughs> Why? Because you want to you want to maintain how, your debt slavery. How am I going to get some Bitcoin? Well, first you have to get out of. I don't know. You can borrow fiat if you want. You have to get out of debt. Yeah, stop, stop buying protein I think, mix. Start I think, eating steaks. I think this is a great debate for us to have. The getting rid of something bad does not imply something good, because to me that's clear math that gets forgotten. And. Yeah, like didn't they get rid of butter and they introduced margarine, or yeah, or you know you get rid of sugar and you had like fructose and canola oil. Mm-hmm. Like there's all this but brand, I don't think butter branding or sugar that's like bad. no no sugar diet coke, but then what's the aspartame do to you? Mm-hmm. And you know all the all these things are like people thought great we got rid of sugar this is better, mm-hmm. but. Now we're going back, like with this like um, celebration of raw sugar. Mm-hmm. So I think food and the trends over decades is a good example of get, getting rid of something bad does not imply something good, even though. But you th- do you think many... butter is bad? No, I don't know. I don't have anything to say about butter. Can I tell you a quick story? We were at Van Dusen Gardens uh, for the cherry blossom festival. It was really crowded. We got in. I was like through this mess of people at the at the at the, at the uh, entrance and exit, and then this uh, Indian man with a turban and a long beard come, saw Jojo in his walker, and um, he says to me, "Oh, he's like <laughs> transfixed by Jojo," and he was like, "Can I hold him?" And I was like, "Uh, it's kind of you want to say hi first? Like and he's three, like three years old. Hi, yeah, and then." And then this guy puts his hand on Jojo's head and, like, I don't know, felt his aura or I don't know what he was doing. And then he says to me... He's healed. He says to me, you should try... Have you tried feeding him ghee? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, clarified butter? He's like, yeah, it's worked miracles, many miracles. Just try it. Did you try it? Yeah, we have been. (laughs) (laughs) And how's it going? I've been putting in my coffee. He seemed pretty happy today. He seemed, he's been in a great mood in the last... Well, Tim, this was uh, super fun. Did I convince you? of? I think that's the central argument that... I mean, I had, I had a lot of... Uh, I had a lot of ideas and a lot of... I haven't done that much thinking in a long time. <laughs> thinking and speaking and listening, you know? I think it's such a healthy thing to do to have yeah. dedicated conversations like this and... It's kind of weird with the microphones. Did you record? Yeah, it's still recording. Oh, okay, good. I'll stop it right now. <laughs>